0: I think we've got eight or nine signed up we welcome anybody that wants to uh, still sign up we'd love to have you i think it's very worthwhile and uh, i think anybody who goes through it will get a lot out of it
1: grow Hayes' ice house think like an entrepreneur series kicks off this week as well as a quarterly luncheon executive director doug williams stops by to share all the details on this episode of the post podcast
0: wednesday at six o'clock it's an eight-week course that is being taught by uh, local, uh, I'm not sure what to call him, uh, Chris <laughs> Munch, uh, and uh, it, it's, this, we, it's called Ice House, but we call it Think Like an Entrepreneur, and it, it's basically a course that uh, teaches uh, the participants the entrepreneur mindset, the challenges that entrepreneurs have, how they ought to approach things, and uh, tries to educate them in what it's like to be an entrepreneur and what you need to do to be successful as an entrepreneur. And uh, that starts next Wednesday at 6 o'clock. As I said, it's an eight-week course. We feed you every week. And uh, it's really great. You know, we've done two in the past. This will be our – maybe we've done three. Uh, Anyway, we – No, I was thinking this was four, but I could be wrong. Okay, you're probably right. But uh, they've been great classes. Uh, They've been terrific because of the content of the class, but also because of the interaction between the participants in the class. And we even have some alumnus come back and, and go through again or throw show up on occasion, which, uh, really adds to the, the environment and the learning opportunity. So I think we've got eight or nine signed up. We welcome anybody that wants to uh, still sign up. We'd love to have you. I think it's very worthwhile. And, uh, I think anybody who goes through it will get a lot out of it.
1: Yeah. And full disclosure, I did go <coughs> through one of these with you guys. Uh, I think it was been a couple years back now, but, uh, yeah. I really loved the collaborative nature of it. And I, I got to meet some of the p- folks from the previous ones and obviously everybody in that class. And it was such a really cool conversation. It's, it's not, it wasn't intimidating. I thought it was going to be intimidating. These big entrepreneurs here in Hayes, you're talking about millions of dollars, moving around big businesses, but everybody was really cool and just kind of wanting to help the community by working together.
0: Absolutely. You know, everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, and and. Uh what I have found is the many times the most successful people are the ones who are willing to give back the most. And that's probably what made him successful. So, uh, <clears throat> very worthwhile class. And, and I encourage anybody, give us a call, go to our website, uh, and, uh, sign up and well worth the price of admission just on the meals you get, not to mention all the, uh, education and materials and that type of thing that comes with it.
1: Yeah. I'm not, i not sure I caught it, but did you mention the cost for the 150
0: one? bucks? And, uh, uh, if, if you, uh, we've had a few people sign up as husband and wife teams and we give a break in that regard. And, uh, so give us a call, sign up and we'll, we'll get you, we'll get you going.
1: Yeah. You know, and, and outside of feeding you and, and having that, uh, that really cool experience. I wonder if you want to talk about the value of a class like this in terms of your entrepreneurship development, even if you're not really in that world yet, what could it do for your future?
0: Well, you know, one of our objectives is business creation. That's part of our mission. And uh, creating businesses, entrepreneurship, basically, they're the same thing. And as, as we try and foster this environment of entrepreneurship within Ellis County and Northwest Kansas, for that matter, uh, it becomes very important to foster people's ideas and goals, but also to, to have kind of a reality check as to what they may be getting themselves into. Uh, you know, I've, I've had lots of people say I want to own my own business because I don't want to work weekends or evenings. Well, nothing could be further from the truth in most <laughs> cases. You know, you're going to work most weekends and many evenings in, in many cases if you're going to own your own business. So uh, uh, that's what a class like this does is expose people to what it's really all about and uh, prepare them for what they may be getting themselves into. Or if they're already into it, uh, help them understand some of the challenges that they're having and, and what's important and what maybe isn't and, and uh, uh, make them a better business owner. So uh, it, it, it's important that we, we foster this environment of entrepreneurship and also uh, uh, foster the entrepreneurs that are out there, make sure we do everything we can to make sure they're as successful as they can possibly be.
1: Yeah, and you kind of alluded to this, but that networking piece, being able to connect with those folks. And what I've found is they are all, I shouldn't say all, but almost all, very willing to just get on the phone and talk to you. And once you know them and, and have had those conversations, they can help guide you well into the future.
0: Definitely. We've had, uh, I, I can point to several cases where somebody has their own business, but they have a problem with billing or customer satisfaction or customer service or whatever. And the ability to pick up the phone and call uh, somebody who's in business, has been there a long time, who has experienced these things already. And can give them uh, some help and some direction. It's, it's really invaluable to those people. And, and that's what has developed out of this class. So uh, very worthwhile.
1: And I would think, too, being led by Chris Munch, this is this his first time uh, leading one of these? Second. Second time. Okay. I, but I would think having that local entrepreneur, especially someone as connected and active as Chris, would really also give you a leg up into that world here locally.
0: It, it absolutely does. And, and uh, you know, Chris, uh, I don't know of anybody who's has done more different things than Chris <laughs> has uh, and had more experience than Chris does. And he brings with he brings all that experience to the class, uh, a level of enthusiasm that is uh, uh, difficult to to match. And of course, Chris life experiences. Uh, he, he just he, he is an outstanding uh, person to lead this class. That's, that's worth the price of admission by itself is uh, to get the experience with Chris. And he also brings in numerous people from the community, some past uh, uh, graduates of the Ice House class to give little sessions along the way. So it isn't just Chris talking for a couple hours every, two, every week. It's, it's a lot of interaction with people who have actually done some things and have some, some good messages. Uh, so that's a good combination. But Chris does a great job. He's, he's a great leader for this class. Yeah, so
1: approachable, and his stories are so very relatable. He's had some tremendous success, but he's also had some pretty uh, notable setbacks.
0: He has. I mean, and that, I think that's one uh, thing that entrepreneurs need to understand. Uh, you know, it, it's not always uh, roses. You know, there are there are challenges in business. There's also challenges in life, and, and Chris has had loss in his life, as many of us have. And uh, he, he teaches this class from the heart. And so uh, I think that brings a lot to it as well. Yeah.
1: Well, let's shift topics here. You've also got this week your quarterly luncheon on tap. Is this Wednesday as well? Tuesday. Tuesday, okay.
0: Tuesday the 19th is the quarterly luncheon. Uh, it'll be an update on the Grove uh, project. And we've had uh, we've had such <clears throat> overwhelming uh, interest in it that we're moving it next door, <clears throat> excuse me, to the home uh, event center. Oh, cool. It's a bigger space. We we have trouble putting over 50 people downstairs at brief space. So we're going to have it next door at the home event center, a little easier to get in and out of as well. If, uh, if people have trouble with steps. So, uh, we're going to give an update on the Grove kind of where we're at, what has developed thus far our timelines on when we think things are going to happen. And, uh, so that, that will be good as well. And, and we still, we encourage anybody that has an interest to attend, to call us or email us, We'll make room for you, but we need to know how much food to get. So uh, we've pretty much got unlimited space now that we've changed location, but we do need to know how much food to order. So if you have an interest in coming, by all means, call or email our office. Call me, 785-623-1100. We'll get you on the list, and we'll have a spot for you uh, because we'd like as many people as possible to come in and hear kind of where we're at and where we think it's going.
1: Yeah, and we've talked about this Grove project several times here on the show. I wonder if you want to maybe real quick give a kind of a a 30-second overview of what that looks like, and then we can talk a little bit more about uh, this quarterly luncheon and what that's going to bring to the table.
0: Sure. Yeah, it's a good idea. The the Grove is a a residential housing development that will be uh, constructed north of Hayes Medical Center. Uh, There's a large open lot there we have acquired. We're going to be building homes that are going to be retiree-friendly not retiree restricted, but retiree friendly. And what we mean by that is a uh, slab on grade construction, zero entry uh, homes to get in and out of accessible doorways, things like that. Not, not handicap type homes, but, but accessible homes. In addition, there'll be six, six plexes located at the corner of 27th and Canterbury. And then in the, at the heart of it will be our community center, which will house the senior group in Hayes, as well as a childcare facility. So, Big project, about uh, 104 total living units and then about a 15,000 square foot, depending on uh, which plan we go with, uh, community center for the uh, child care facility as well as the seniors, as well as community rooms in general that uh, the community will be able to to use uh, for whatever activities that they may be conducting.
1: Yeah, and I think this project really kind of helps in a lot of different ways, but especially on that housing piece that we have talked about now for years here in Hayes and Ellis County, we are so far behind in what we need for housing, and especially when it comes to that housing that is senior friendly.
0: Exactly. Uh, We don't have good options for home ownership for retiree type people, you know, whether that's a 50-year-old or whether it's an 80-year-old, you know, I don't know. But uh, we don't have good options, and thus they remain in homes that are not appropriate to their current living environment. And so by making some homes like this available, it uh, allows them to sell what they have to whomever, you know, put more homes onto the market, and then uh, move into ho- housing that is much more appropriate to their current stage in life, which will allow them to age in place and uh, in a safe environment and uh, in an area where they don't have to take care of the yard they don't have to take care of snow removal they don't have to take care of exterior maintenance on their home and uh, just a much more appropriate living environment than what they may have now so it's kind of a win-win deal their, their house comes on the market becomes available to somebody who needs a house like that they're at a stage in life where they need a a large home and and a, a two-story home might work fine for them doesn't work fine for the person that's ready to, to move on to the next step. So that's what this is designed to do, as well as recruit people to our community, because we know there would be a lot of people who would like to live in our community, move from wherever, whether it be somewhere else in Northwest Kansas or from the, from the big city, they want to move into an environment where it's the hustle bustle, traffic isn't so bad, it's safe. And uh, this, is, this development would provide that opportunity for them.
1: Yeah, and taking it back to the quarterly luncheon piece on this, of course you're going to give that update. But what I really like about these events, and tell me if I'm wrong on this one, but generally there's the the presentation, and then there's a Q and A where you can just kind of chit chat, and you've got community leaders of all stripes there, kind of discussing potential positives and negatives, and and working through this as a collaborative kind of
0: effort. Absolutely, I mean that's a very important part of the presentation is the Q&A part because it it never ceases to amaze me how much disinformation can get out there about a product a project how and how quickly it happens you know i, I the uh, tall grass edition it just every every week somebody says to me well you can't do that in that development you know this these houses are only available for uh, certain income ranges not the case you know and, and this house you know some of these houses are whatever you know it's not the case and so uh, we try and answer as many questions as we can. And it's, it's great to get the actual information out there as opposed to uh, speculation.
1: Yeah, and if you're unable to go to the luncheon, you typically have a, a Zoom option. Is that going to be the case on this one as well?
0: It is. We have to uh, make sure of our logistical situation. Since we're moving next door, ah. uh, I've got to make sure that we have uh, the ability to do that. But our plan is to have a Zoom option with, a, and a link will be on our Facebook page as well as on our website. So we would encourage people, if they can't attend in person, to uh, definitely attune, uh, attend via our Zoom link.
1: And, you know, what, I wonder if you want to talk a little bit with the last minute we have left of, you know, in these quarterly luncheons, one of the what's kind of the general feel when it comes to that Q&A? Are we really questioning things or is it just getting kind of a better feel for a project?
0: Oh, I think a little of both. Uh, there are certainly some hard questions are asked and some opinions rendered as to you're not doing it right, you know, or did you think about this or what have you. And then some are just uh, more uh, like in the, in the case of the Grove, you know, well, is there going to be a homeowners association or what are the rules going to be about the, this or what type of construction is it going to be or things like that. <clears throat> so we have a little bit of each and uh, uh, that's great. You know, I, I appreciate the interaction. I appreciate the input. And uh, that's why we have them.
1: Excellent. Well, Doug, we're out of time. Uh, One more time, you want to let people know how to get uh, registered for either the Ice House program, Think Like an
0: Entrepreneur, or the Quarterly Luncheon? Give me a call, 785 623 1100 is probably the easiest way. If I can't answer, leave me a message and we'll get you signed up for whichever one you want to attend.